Warning, the Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Evigallion. Several anime companies have gone bankrupt. 1,337 anime fans have been sued. All the while, the Bonsai Beat has been there to deliver you the latest in news, show reviews, and discussions from both the experienced and novice anime fans' point of view. And now, broadcasting from a deserted island so Funimation's lawyers can't find them, here are your hosts, Jellocoon and Zach. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bonsai Beat. My name is Jellocoon, along with Zach. It's already Hello, everyone. freaking April. It really is. Time flies. I was going to say time flies when you're having fun, but... We haven't had and fun I'm starting to believe it just flies regardless now. Yeah, I haven't had fun in a while. <laughs> I'm now old enough that time flies all the time. Yes, yes. <clears throat> Indeed. It was funny, we were talking off air. You are mentioning your sister's job, and I was like... Mm-hmm. Think, I was just thinking to myself, I remember when your sister was still in high school. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty old now. Today on the AARP podcast, get benefits. Yeah, actually, yeah, if we podcast long enough, we could get our first sponsor and have it be AARP. Hell yes. What's the anime for all the oldsters? Uh, Macross, probably. Because it's old. Yeah, dude. Do. I don't know. Is it old enough that boomers like it? Yeah. Speed Racer. Hell yes. Boomer anime podcast. <laughs> That'll be us soon enough. It'll oh, just yeah. be sword art. Me oh, complaining God. in the retirement in the retirement home about sword art. It'll probably still be going at that point. Oh, probably. So I'll be like, I remember when I watched season one instead of season one hundred. I remember season two, Gail Gail online with the girl who shot people. What a terrible ending! Two yeah, stars. the camera took camera took shots of her ass while she shot enemies. Yes. This, this show's already off the rails. It's really weird looking back and even talking negatively about even season two. Because, boy, has it gotten worse even from there. <laughs> oh, yes. And there's more coming it seems... out. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the rehash of the first season. It's first season, but old Hirito's trapped in it, right? Yep. Money, 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 money. That's all they want. Maybe that's better. Maybe he won't have a harem if he's like 300-year-old angry curmudgeon Kirito. Hell yeah. He probably still will do that. He's still will. Yes. It'd be good if he's like, well, with my 300 years of experience, including living through sword art, you think he would be able to solve it pretty quick because, you know, he knows who the bad guy is. Exactly. He's actually playing the game. You'd think you could just go kill that guy. Yeah, no shit, right? So that's kind of bizarre that it would it would even be worth making a story about. You think with hundreds of years of experience, you could probably solve that one pretty quick. You'd think, but no. No, he was already overpowered before. They can't make him any smarter. He's just <laughs> yeah. as smart as when he was 15. Yes. He can't get more powerful. So what's been new with you besides dodging sickness and death? I don't know. Dodging death. Look out, Grim Reaper. Yes. I'm dodging death. Uh, nothing, really. I played VR chat still, like VR games. I 
Talk to my friends on Discord. Last night we played Jackbox. That's always fun. Jackbox is still a thing? Hell yeah, they're on 7. Dude, I had Jackbox 1 or 2 or 1 or... I had mm-hmm. that game back when it came out, like when I was like 14. Damn, I didn't I didn't know it was that old. And <laughs> I didn't know any of the old. questions. Yeah, I mean, back then, I'm I don't even know smart. what minigames they had. They probably had the first horror trivia, and now they're on 3. Huh. Um. Yeah, I mean, they have a lot of cool games. We have every single one, so we switch between them. That's cool. To play to play the best games. What kind of VR yeah. headset do you have? I have a Vive, and I have the Index, the like fancier HTC one yeah. uh, controllers because those ones are realistic to your hand. Ah. Or I should say, I should say they do finger tracking is a better way to describe it. That's what I was going to ask. It was a, I remember, because I looked like getting a Quest, and they were like, mm-hmm. they're going to get the finger thingies. And I don't know if that ever... I don't know if that ever I came think, out. I think they might have. I think the Quest 2 might have that, because they have a Quest 2 now. Yeah. So The Quest is definitely really good for like how cheap it is, but I still don't know if Part I Part of me doesn't want to buy a Quest 2, because it's like, well, I'm at... Like, you can't upgrade it. I mean, you kind of can with that cable but then like what the fuck's the point on the other hand it's like i live in an apartment and i don't want to be putting stuff on my walls and the 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 camera stands and all that jazz just to play a vr game so it's just like dang it yeah i don't so yeah so i just don't because neither is a good option i mean i want to but at the end i mean currently i play most games sitting down um (laughs) because yeah, I'm real like uh, the Wally movie, real lazy. But it's because I play in uh, my parents' basement, and their ceiling's like eight feet. Probably it's pretty small. It's like a foot or two smaller than normal ceiling. Oh. So I can't like stand up and do anything because oh. I mean, being six six, I'll fucking punch the ceiling. Yeah, like damn it. Yeah, because like it's eight feet, and it, there's like lights coming out of it, and it's like yeah. I can barely walk under it. <laughs> So yeah, if you're a giant, you also are restricted in VR. Man. But that part I just is... think it's a really cool place to talk to people. Yeah, it feels more real. Definitely, that's cool. Well, a new season of anime is upon us, and uh, I've been really busy. I found eight shows to watch, and actually it's nine. There's one that hasn't aired yet. I've oh, also been watching really? other stuff. What does all other stuff mean? Like more anime or non-anime? Yes, more anime. Ah, uh, non-airing stuff. Yes. What are you What are you watching that isn't airing? We'll get um, that out of the way first. <laughs> yeah, I I've been watching uh, Jobless Reincarnation with the wife. We're still enjoying mm. it. I still hate the sex stuff because it seems so forced and stupid. I was gonna say that one's listed as a etchy fan service show, so interesting choice. But uh, maybe that part. Hopefully it's downplayed, it's but it sounds downplayed, like it's just in there to be just, extra. It is. That's really all it is. Yeah, it's no high school DXD. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Um, and then I've been trying to finish When They Cry, and I now hate it even more because the military just showed up, and I'm confused oh, as fuck, and I so want to stop watching it so much. But I got to power through because I've already committed to 18. I'm already in 18 episodes, but fuck, I hate this show with a passion now. Now I'm it not makes watching no sense. it. I quit. 
Hell yeah. Yeah, it, it didn't make sense to me. I had to have my friend Muffins, uh, well, that's her screen name, I suppose, um, describe it because I never played the answer arc or watched it originally. And then the military came in. And I'm like, holy shit, is this something they no, made exactly. up for this I'm like, what? She, Where did the military like, come from? She's like, technically they didn't make it up because one of the initial villains in the original one was the blonde hair doctor. Yeah. And there's like a militant group that she worked for. So yes. I'm like, technically it's in line with the story. But boy, does it feel terrible and rushed in this version. And it makes no sense. Like, why? Mm -hmm. As an anime viewer... Why the fuck should I have to know this stuff? Why should I have to know all these details from the game? I am watching an anime. You should be telling me this. There should be some event occurring. This stuff shouldn't just happen. Yeah. It makes no I mean, goddamn sense. Like, dude, if I play the game, fuck if I'd want to play the goddamn anime. Yeah, we, uh... We even bashed it more because yes. there's more people in my Discord recently I was talking to. And I'm like, I got to show you the two examples. So we, we brought up the ladder scene and uh, Sadako's like breakdown in the classroom scene. Yeah. And there's like side by sides now on YouTube. And I'm like, see, seeing how much better the original is, <laughs> how there's context, there's like flashbacks and it shows the character talking instead of just rattling the ladder. And it's like, oh, my God, it's they've managed to make everything worse. Even making it look better, which was what I heard was the main argument initially, because it's ugly as hell in the original. They can't even do that, honestly. They ruined the horror scenes with how goofy and bright it looks. So they haven't even made it look, like, objectively better. Um, yeah, so. It's terrible, and I'm not going to finish it in protest. I probably won't either, to be honest. Dropping I feel bad, it, it like but I just... One. Like... Yeah, exactly. I don't feel bad. They they need to learn the lesson. I can't just be like, that was average, and finish it and give it a five, because it, it doesn't make a point. <laughs> it's so disagreeable that I, I'm ready to be done. There you go. I've also sad. been watching Demon Slayer. Oh. I wanted to know yeah, what you the held, fuck... You held out a long time, kind of. I did. <laughs> well, what got me interested was... The movie has been doing so well. It is now the number one anime movie well. of all time. Yeah. At least when we heard your name breaking all those records, you're like, well, it's kind of like a movie well, with yeah. mass appeal, you know? But is Demon Slayer a sequel movie, a mass appeal movie? Not at all. So it's crazy that it's doing that well. Oh, it's a sequel? Or is it yeah. a... Oh, okay. So I need to watch. Okay. Sorry, I meant to say, is it a uh, retelling? No, it's not a retelling. It's just a sequel. That's why it's extra crazy. It's doing so well because, like, people would have had to see the show to enjoy it. You can't just, like, bring your family, whereas your name, you could bring the family, you know? Everyone will get it. Well, at least I'm assuming that happens because I have still not seen it. But uh, I can imagine the whole family will get it. But the train is very much a sequel. They leave off in the anime season saying, you got to go help the fireman. You got to go help him kill this demon on a train huh okay and then that's what the movie is gotcha. but i haven't seen it yet well i'm up to episode 17 and according to my co-worker no one gave a shit about demon slayer until episode 19 i don't know what happens i'm excited to see what happens but according to him he's like demon slayer was just kind of there and then episode that's, 19 that's happened. not true at all from the very beginning people were raving about that one on reddit to me, Demon Slayer feels like a mix of Inuyasha 
And Ranma one half without the fan service and the. Have you, do you know what Ranma one half is? Mm-hmm. Okay, just making sure because it's an old ass show. I only know because of you though. Okay. But yeah, you've done, you've shown me. Okay. Either way, we don't have you know hot water and cold water changing our mm-hmm. main character from a girl into a guy and love interests and shit and wackiness. But it feels very much like Ranma or. Inuasha, or one of those shows, or Bleach, where it's just like, ah, oh, I do, well, mainly Bleach, because kind of the same thing. Um, yeah, I mean, like, it's a show, It's a shonen story with demons. I guess yeah. Bleach is pretty close. And I'm not saying it's like it, but I'm just saying, like, the formula has been like, oh, he, something happened, blah, 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 blah. He's now a demon slayer, and now you meet wacky characters and defeats demons and you get three episodes per There are a demon, lot of usually. wacky characters. You'd think there would be more normal demon yeah. slayers. I, I like the drum guy so far. I hate the boar guy, and the yellow and the blonde-haired wussy guy is annoying. Although the voice acting in the dub is really good. Who is the drum man? It's the guy who could spin the house and shit, like the floor. So when he banged oh. on his drum, he would like yeah. go different ways. He's a villain. I thought you were yeah. naming like a wacky hero guy. Oh no, he was he's a wacky villain. Wacky villain. Um But I don't know. I'm gonna keep watching finish it off. I've binged it pretty quick. I watched like five or six episodes they, in one set. They make the lightning character better. They make him do something other than whine by the end. Yay, good. Yay, good. <laughs> and be um, horny. Yes, that that too. Um, that too. What was I gonna say? Oh, um, I was so happy that there was an eye catch. Was there? There. Well, in the in the Blu-ray version, there is. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Maybe they're putting it after the fact. I'm not watching the TV editions. I'm watching mm-hmm. the Funimation dubbed. I mean, it might have had one, but I can't think of it. Yeah, they had eye catches. It was cool. I was so happy. I was like, oh my so god. Eye catches, they're still a thing. I'm so happy. <laughs> How about you? That is all I've watched on airing. Or not currently airing, I should say. <laughs> Never airing. Never aired. Uh, I'm not watching one. anything on airing, though it looks like I missed an idol show I'm interested in. Idly Pride. Oh. Which is a very goofy name, but... So I'll probably be watching that. So technically that stopped airing because I, you know, missed it last season. Uh, other than that, I don't know. There's just haven't been feeling anime. There's a few things I kind of want to watch. I still have never seen Fruits Basket. And people are saying the remake of it is amazing. So I should probably just watch the new Fruits Basket. Yeah, you should. It's It felt very similar, at least when I watched the first season. Because the first season, but it's prettier and brighter and... Mm. Yeah, one of my friends has seen, well, I mean, the other one's still airing, but has seen the original. And he said that they're doing this, like, supernatural part of the second half. I didn't even know it had a supernatural element. It's, I thought it was just about, a cute romance story. It kind of is, but it's about the um, Zodiac sign uh, characters and all the... All the people she meets are this part of the Soma family. Honda meets uh, Honda Toru. Uh, she meets uh, she could turn them into they can't get hugged by the opposite sex. And she she finds out one of the secret and then she meets the entire clan. 
And they're all Zodiac animals. So, like, there's a rat and a cat and a cow. and That just makes it sound even weirder, but maybe it's good. And they're cute <laughs> and it's funny. And they're cute. Because, like, Kioma is the rat and he fights everybody. Or, I know, I think he's a cat. Um, I forget what he is. But it's, 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 dude, it's girls. It's a girly anime. Just leave it at well, that. maybe I'll it's watch girly funny. anime, I it's guess. <laughs> well, I'm already watching one for this this season, so you'll never guess which one. Is there a girly anime this season? Yeah, we'll get to it. Okay. <laughs> There's probably a lot of anime this season I don't know about. I guess we can move on. I'm not watching anything. All right. Well, I what? finished Jujutsu Kaisen and I finished Ooh. Wonder Egg. Ooh, and one's a shonen that doesn't bear talking about. <clears throat> like the fight scenes are good and the story's stupid, like all shonen. People probably hated that comment, but. Oh, you're going to hate um, that. Yeah, hate mail. All the hate, hate mail. I mean, I enjoyed the show. I'll say it's it was good because it was actiony though, but the the plot is really dumb. Um, and then Wonder Egg, which we're going to discuss today. So that's yes. all I've seen. Oh, the Wonder Egg. Oh yeah. And I know I want to watch uh, Nagatoro Son. All right. Well, I got to review that coming up too. All right. So that's that's it. That's all I got on the horizon. Oh man. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me get ready here. <clears throat> me, 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 me. Okay. Warm up for your 4,000 word. My 4,000 word essay on eight different fucking anime. Hey, that kind of rhymed. Okay. <laughs> Spring 2021. I have been killing it this year. I have probably watched more anime in the last four or five months than I have watched in probably the last year and a half. Because, like, in the last couple years, like Zach. I haven't been feeling anime all that much. And with the last year, because of COVID, I now suddenly find myself with more time. I, you know, I go to work, I play some video games, and then anime is just kind of there. And it's like, cool, anime's there. We've been really blessed over the last couple seasons worth of anime. Um, so... Right, I went yeah, there's through... the one season where everything was delayed, but then yeah, that was summer. a lot recently. Yeah, that yeah. was summer 2020. And then, like, from then on, it's been, like, just a waterfall of anime. Yeah, and a good mix of sequels and new stuff. Yeah, there was a lot of sequels this this year. Um, or, I'm sorry, this season. So, I went through and picked out a total of nine or ten anime. Nine or eight of them have aired. Um... I'm still waiting on one more. Um, but these are the order I kind of watched them and kind of the order they got released. So, hmm. first one Koi to Yobu Niwa Kimocha Waru, or also known as Kimio. Also in English. Nah, that's, Kimio is a lot easier to say. Yes. Uh, or in an English translation, it's too sick to call this love. Hmm. So. All right. This show started with English. No pauses in the conversation. <laughs> it sounded like the voice actor just wanted to get through it. But anyway, this show is called It's Too Sick to Call This Love. Kimio. Or Kimiko. K-O-I-K-I-M-O. The first episode starts with Ryu feeling sick because he was up all night fucking a woman. Then he almost falls down a flight of stairs. But he's saved by Ichika. All day, Ryo thinks about this encounter, and when he arrives home, who does he find in his living room? Aichika. 
It turns out Aichika is the friend of his younger sister, Ryo. How these two have <laughs> never met before is uh, beyond me. Yeah, small Ryo, world. Yes. You don't meet your sister's friends until they save you from falling down a flight of stairs. Yes. Kyo promptly um. thanks her and then offers to buy her clothes and then offers her a kiss, which Ichika promptly causes, ca- uh, calls him que- creepy for even offering such a thing. And apparently, this is Ryo's kink because he falls hard for her. And instantly, she's weirded out and very confused. The remainder of the week, she is sent presents every day by Ryo. Ryo, uh, and his little sister even helps her out by getting, giving him her number. There's even a fun shopping scene where Aichika takes advantage of the one per customer rule for cheap food at the local supermarket, as one does. They're probably hardcore about that. But yeah. uh, in the end, uh, Rio basically helps to solve a math problem, blah, blah, blah. And uh, yeah, it's it, the running joke is she's creeped out because, uh, yeah, I didn't mention this. Rio is 27 fucking years old, and Ichika is 17. She is still in high school. That's a little weird. There's two shows like that this season. Wait, unless this is the same one. It's probably the same one. So the first episode went by really quick, and I thought Ichika was funny at first. Because... No, it's different. It was the, like... The main characters in the other one are Yoshida and Sayu. And it's like the same plot. Drunk oh. salary man, 26-year-old. Oh, no, no, bop, 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 bop. I got a review for that, too. It's the same show. No, okay. it's not the same show. You'll you'll find out. You calm, Okay, good. Calm your tits. Hopefully that one's more normal. Well, well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yes. So, Ryo is this really handsome, blonde-looking good guy who's 27. And he's a section chief where he works, so obviously he's not new to his place of work, and even admits that he's a womanizer. So this is kind of part of the story, too. Oh, this womanizer who fucks anything that walks. He's never had to ask a girl out. Uh, Aichika, on the other hand, is 17. The same fucking age as his little sister. And I'm kind of annoyed I had to look this up because uh, they don't tell you. So... This anime and the dynamic between Ryo and Ichika is fun, but you're telling me that one day she comes over to her house and they've met for the first time ever. Like, how long have these two been friends? They're like best friends. I'm like, you're telling me they've never met. Yeah, it is strange. <laughs> I don't understand why Ryu would be interested in a high school girl and not a woman his own age. And... My only thought is, he's had his fill. He could secretly get in, like, any woman's pants. So it's like, hey, he likes secretly robbing the grave. Or robbing the cradle, excuse me. Oh, the grave. He's... Yes. He likes a bowl. <laughs> um, yeah, he's just trying to go after this girl to ask where her grandmother lives. Yes. But this is, like, a creepy show, dude. Like, she, I mean, like... you know it's going to be fucked up when even Japan puts, like, this love is too impure to be called love, and you're like, oh, God, what nonsense is going to happen? Because they call other stuff pretty normal. Yes. So what's creepy about this, though, is Aichika is like, no, I'm not interested. What the fuck is wrong with you? You're, like, old. 
And he's like, I don't care. And she keeps like sending him flowers because her name means like flower or something. Or has to do with a flower. So every day, like her mom gets like these presents. It's like, oh, I got another another present. And it's like expensive stuff or flowers and stuff like that. You know, obviously the mom doesn't seem to know. But it's creepy as fuck. Like, she's, like, telling him, like, no, I don't want this. I don't have feelings for you. And he's like, I don't care. I'm going to keep pursuing you. Yeah, that's, uh, that's illegal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Respect women's wishes, especially when they're a, a minor. That's terrifying. No shit. This show is spooky. So, the funny running joke is, like, she, like, calls him creepy and, you know, Haha, I'm creepy, but also, yes, I'm not going to leave you alone. Yeah, like, the fun, the joke, the running joke is, Aichika's like, oh, you're creepy, oh, you're disgusting, oh, you make me disgusting, oh, you're a pig. And, like, the, you know, Ryo's like, oh, I love it when you talk to me. What's that? Is this a short or, like, a full-length one? I even wrote that in my note. I literally wrote, I thought this was going to be a three-minute episode. That's what it sounds like. It doesn't sound like it could be a real show. It is 23 minutes long, and it's going to be 12 episodes. Damn. So you get a full-length anime for that type of plot. Yes. Hmm. Well, to be fair, we do have Redo of Healer last season. So, this is a Jose anime. Or, you know, it has a Jose label on it. Jose is aimed at young uh, young adult women and older women. And I, the only thing I can think of hmm. is this like a kink to have like an older guy, like if you're the younger girl, to be seduced by this, you know, very good looking, handsome, well-to-do guy. Maybe, like, but that's... I feel like uh, she would be willing to accept his advances. That would make it a little more palatable. Well, that's the thing. So I've watched episode two. This no, this this one was the first episode, and by episode hmm. two. She's slowly starting to come around. And even in the, like, even in the first episode, like, uh, the very, very end of the first episode, like, she's, like, in a cafe waiting for her friend Rio, and Rio sees this, and she texts Ryu and says, I'll give you ten minutes alone. So she's, like, actively, like, helping her brother score with her friend, and... Uh, like this older woman, like his age comes up and it's like, oh, you like high school girls now, you know, you should come fuck me, you know? And he's like, it's angry. <laughs> like, he's like, no. no, thanks. I've already done that. Pretty much. It's just like, it's weird. It's it rubs me the wrong way. It does. And it rubbed a lot of people. I actually went and looked up like people's reactions on like, uh, ANN cause I do the seasonal reviews and a lot of people hated this. Because it's like, okay, the age difference, okay, one, that's just weird. But the fact that, like, she's, like, saying, no, 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 I don't want this, leave me alone, don't talk to me, don't call me, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, you're crossing the line, buddy. And it's just, uh, I, I don't know. Like, obviously, yeah. we... Two adult men are not the target audience for this show. But. I'm not sure anyone should be. Like you uh, said, the age you can get around. Uh, the age of consent or, I mean, just I, dating. I think the age of consent in Japan is like 16. 
But at the end of the day, yeah. still. Yeah, so, but the, the problem is, in this case, it isn't someone giving consent that's considered a minor. The, the, the she whole... doesn't want to be bugged by him, which yeah. is a terrible way she to set it up. She's sexually harassed and told right. she's beautiful <laughs> and been given gifts. Like, she, the, the, yeah, it's like she literally is like, I don't want these gifts. Stop sending them to me. And she keeps getting gifts. <laughs> It's just weird. I, I, the joke, I don't know. I just have a feeling it's going to be the show of like, oh, she's going to slowly come around and I'm waiting for her to like boink her and then like leave. Like, all right, you were a check mark on my to-do <laughs> list. I don't know. I had fully converted you and now I'm into grandmothers. Yes. So that's that. Speak um, to me when you're 40 years old. Or... Hell yeah. I don't it's, know. Uh, that sounds terrible. Well, yeah, Hopefully... it's going to probably... It, there's no episode count out yet. Let me double check. I feel uh... like that other one has to be better, but it sounds like the same plot. I couldn't even find the one you were talking about. Yeah, because yeah, the one you're, you're talking about is named something completely different. But uh, we'll get to that. Well, I know that. I mean, I just looked in the, the airing list on Annie chart, and I didn't see the one... Yeah, it's called... That you were just talking about. Oh, okay. Well, it's called Kimiko, is what it's usually referred to by. How do you spell that? K-I-M... Oh, here we go. Um, K-I-M-O... God damn it. Yeah, K-I... Uh, sorry. K-O-I-K-I-M-O. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, yes. so it is listed as an O-N-A, so you would think it's shorter, but it's... Yeah. Like, I just thought it was going to be, like, three-minute episodes of, like, oh, a guy meets girl, and he says stupid stuff, and she's like, fuck you, and he's going to pursue her, or something, you know? Like, I, I didn't know what I was walking into, really. Anyway, I'm moving on. I gave it a two. I'm still going to watch it. I watched episode <laughs> two, but I think it's going to find it being dropped, because... You can only you can only run the, run that joke so far, and yeah, it's weird. Well, especially when yeah, especially when it starts so poorly. Yeah, I'm all for like the the coming around romance story. Maybe, but maybe, they have maybe, to like maybe, not maybe age exp- her up a little bit to like you know twenty twenty one twenty two right. Not a, like and like do fuck? it do it do it with hijinks like uh, an isekoi, like. The girl is not interested initially, but in a funny way, through yeah. hijinks. She doesn't explicitly say, never contact me. I can't accept your gifts. Like, it's never so explicit that I feel like in Isekoi, they're like overstepping their bounds. It just, like you said, is sexual they're harassment. They're not being sexually How... harassed enough in Isekoi. Right, yeah. That doesn't happen. They're just like, oh, we don't really want to be together, but maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird. I don't know. I, I think it's just a... I mean, like I said, we're not the right audience, but I think at the end of the day, maybe it's the fantasy women have of like, oh, I would love to be swept off my feet by an older, handsome guy. I You know, I don't know. Next up, we had SSSS Dinozen. <laughs> that sounds like a type of power rangers series kind of was so this is not the this is not the remake or you know add-on to sssss gridman 
Um, Gridman Which was... Which I've heard of. Yes, Gridman I reviewed. Um, okay, and it's why. been all over Toonami <laughs> and yeah. And it was Thick Thighs Girl. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no Thick Thighs. They're just lollies. Damn, what's the point? Exactly. So, <laughs> I watched SSSS Gridman. Hell, it even got a dub onto Toonami. And now another show in the same universe. But you don't need to watch Gridman to watch this. All new characters, all new monsters. I'm like, okay, it's not a sequel, but they must be related. There's no way two yeah. anime shows have four S's. Yes. No, it's, it's the same universe. Just like Steins Gate and Robotics Notes and Chaos Head all exist in the same universe. Yeah, and one of them's good. <laughs> yes, yes. So this uh... episode is really hard to digest because we focus on several characters, mainly Yomogi and Gonma. Um, Yomogi is walking around the riverbank, and Ganma is looking like he's about to die because he's so hungry. And he gives a sandwich to Ganma. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, I should say Yomogi gives a sandwich to Yomo- uh, Ganma. And now he says, I owe you one. We are also introduced to a pure. Oh, bleh. Sorry, I can't talk. We are also introduced to a pair of weird characters Chiyase Aga. Oh, sorry, sorry. Asakagawa. Who is probably about the same age as Yomogi, who is a freshman in high school, and she sips school and eats candy. Like, this is her whole arc. That, that's her thing. She's skipping school and eating candy. Yes. She's also a lolly. She hangs out in her cousin's, uh, Kiyomi's room, and she first him a senpai, and he is jobless and lazy. Because he just sleeps in bed, and she just... Sits on his bed eating candy. I gotta say, I do like the character designs. Trigger never lets me down. That in is, yes, it's a character trigger, designs. Sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Finally, we are inter- inter- introduced to Yume Minami, who has a thing for promising to meet someone at a certain time and place and then blowing them off. But she... I think all of Japan has that thing. Really? <laughs> it's like re- really rude to. It's really rude to to decline anyone in public, and if you're not going to show up, you just accept and then not show up, is what I've read. Hmm. Well, she enjoys watching from a distance. Ah. It's it's weird. It's like the voyeuristic decline of invite. (laughs) It's weird and not yet explained, but she asks Yomogi to meet her at 9 p.m., and she no-shows. While showing up. No-shows while watching. Yes, from a bridge. Hmm. So... Basically, she runs into Gonma, who's like, fuck you, I'm gonna go find... Or, yo, Gonma runs into, uh, Yomogi, waiting for her, and he's like, I'm gonna go find her, I owe you one! I'm a kaiju user! He, he yells this, like, several times. Like, giant monsters? Yes, and he's like, what the fuck is a kaiju user? So, <laughs> by chance, a kaiju happens to show up! Gunma summons his kaiju, the Dinozanion, a Megazord slash uh, dinosaur-looking robot that picks up Gunma, Yume, Yamogi, and Koyomi, and it needs four people to pilot the robot. Gunma quickly uh, figures convenient. out... Convenient. Convenient yes. that it picked up all the children. It, to it, it did. Yeah, very convenient. <laughs> it quickly figures out the control, but it claims this... Gunma claims it's his first time... In a kaiju battle, but then he proceeds to kick the shit out of the kaiju and win. He's a natural. Yes. I guess. 
I do have season two or episode two, I should say. I haven't watched it. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I just said, uh, anytime I see Trigger, I get really excited. I enjoy Trigger's animation. Sadly, the second go at SSSS.whatever felt kind of off. I enjoyed the first episode, but I stopped and checked how much time I was having left in the episode. Nothing really felt organic. It just seemed weird at how the characters were introduced. We don't learn about anyone, really, other than meeting the main characters of the show. This just feels like SSS Gridman did, uh, feels just like SSS Gridman, but they just said, let's slap on some new characters and have some real cool looking 3D and CGI scenes and a great transformation scene. Um, and that was it. Like, I mean, it basically looks like the same show. It's giant robots by a trigger, right? (laughs) Hmm. That's basically it. I'm going to keep watching because I'm interested in the characters and the stories. Like, I want to know what's up with Goonma or what's up with the, with, uh, I don't know why the girl watches people show up. Yeah. And like, but to me, I felt like Gridman did a better job of like introducing the mechanics and like, like these guys are just randomly brought onto the sword. Oh, excuse me. Because of, uh, Goomba. And I I don't know. It just, like I said, nothing feels like things are just, it's just happening to happen. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe I'll keep watching it. I'm gonna watch a couple more episodes. Maybe it'll get better. It just I don't know. Well, did you like Gridman? It sounds like it might just be Gridman. I liked, but well, maybe Gridman, they just you have to give them time to actually make the characters yeah, useful. I just felt Gridman in its first episode did a much better job. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. Uh, next up. Hige Hero, also known as, after being rejected, I shaved and took home a high school girl, a high school runaway. Aha, uh-huh. it's the same show as the first one. Yes. You can tell this is a light novel because the sentence is long as fuck. <laughs> so, I've been interested in this show since I read the title, because the title alone leaves a lot to the imagination. 26-year-old Yoshida is rejected by his crush... Who says she has been dating someone for the last five years. So he goes out drinking with a co-worker and gets drunk. And while walking home, comes upon a girl crouched underneath the lamppost. Who says that if she can stay at his place tonight, he can sleep with her. Yoshida rejects the offer, even after the girl unbuttons her top to expose her cleavage and bra. And then falls asleep, telling her to make him some miso soup. The next day, Yoshida wakes up. To a great bowl of miso soup and confusion as to why this young girl is in his house. We learn that the girl's name is Sayu Ogiwara and she's a high school student from Okinawa and she's made it all the way to Tokyo by sleeping with men to get by. This Damn. pisses this off sounds Yoshida. dangerous. Yeah. This pisses off Yoshida at the lack of self-respect that Sayu has for herself, as well uh-huh, as for the finally, guy. finally, an adult character that's an adult, unlike yes. the first one. It is different. He's pissed off about that, and he's also pissed off about the guys who took advantage of her. Hmm. And, you know, and took advantage of the situation. So she quests... So as she... Uh, she what did I write here? Basically, uh, she... He questions her on what the heck she's going to do next. If, 
he basically says, what would you do if I kicked you out of this house right now? And she goes, oh, oh, oh something, you know, I made it this far. And basically, Yoshida finally agrees to let say you stay with him in this one bedroom apartment that he lives in. Don't worry, she sleeps on the floor. In exchange for doing housework, uh, you know, like chores and stuff. And what is even begins... her goal? Why, do, why isn't she just in school? Is that... You would think high school student is her profession and she should go to school in Okinawa. <laughs> yeah. So this what ad- the fuck? I'd be like, that's it. I'm driving you back to school. Yeah. Well. You've slept with the wrong man. Yes. Back to school. I got real Chizuru vibes from Seiyu. Probably because they're both somewhat similar looking. Uh, Chizuru hmm. from Rent-A-Girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I found the story fun, and the first episode flew by, and I'm curious to see where the story goes, as it's refreshing that the main character, who's an adult, actually acts like an adult. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's weird that you take a girl in off the street home, but he sees something in Seiyu, and feels like he's the person that could really help her turn her life around. They don't go into the back history of Seiyu, or why she is where she is, I feel like they should, because, like, why is she not in school? (laughs) Well, they do. So, the only thing we learn is when he says, don't your parents miss you? Like, you need to, you know, get back home. And she just said, my parents are probably not happy that I... My parents are happy that I'm not around. So, Hmm. and we also find out that she's not missing... She's not, like, a registered missing person for the police. Ah, Interesting. Does that mean, like, her parents didn't even report it? They don't yeah, care? Yeah, that's, that's basically what they're saying. Huh. So, yeah, like, obviously, they aren't going to, like, show Well, this one sounds kind of interesting. Yeah. It sounds like it could have some good drama while hopefully the main character remains being an adult. Um. Yeah, I mean, they actually talk about that a little bit. So, he will absolutely not sleep with her. And he even goes to the point where he even says to her, because she'll be like, Oh, you want to sleep with me now? And finally, he's like, you fucking say it again. I will throw you out of there. Don't try to seduce me. I'm not doing it. Because that's all she knows. And Mm -hmm. he sees it as like, this is all she knows. She's a brat. She obviously tries to get what she wants. I want to change this. I want to be the person to help her. Not in that, well, it's not that many words. But Mm -hmm. he does say like, hey, she's attractive, but she's not my type. But she is cute. You know. You can understand. You know, so. Hmm. I think it's going to be hopefully be wholesome. I'm hoping for extreme drama. She's wanted by the Yakuza who's coming to kill her. <laughs> and he has to fight them off. <laughs> yes, he is a. He is a, a salary man at day. Ninja by night. Mm-hmm. I'm nah. just saying, like, the reason she can't sleep with him is she can't find him. He blends in. He's yes. the ultimate ninja. Yes. <laughs> no, it's a fun little story. I mean, like, definitely I want to see where it goes. And like you said, holy shit, an adult character being an adult. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, Usually when they have, like, the 10-year age gap and one's in high school. I mean, as we just saw. Yeah. Not, it leads to nothing good. So it's weird that this is similar, but it's maybe leading to something good. I hope so. Although you could say this deals with more adult themes. she The premise is she's already slept her way around to Tokyo, so... In a way, this is... 
more extreme taking advantage of the the story the narrative of sex with the age gap well, but hopefully more wholesome an outcome yeah well i mean at the end of the day like all she knows is i can use my body to get what i want or need for the time being she actually yeah, you know she, it's a like tough topic to deal with if yeah. they do it right it could be good like you should have even said like you know like why how did you get here and he was like shocked and appalled when she told him she's you mm-hmm. know he even said like she clearly has no self her self-worth and self-respect is non-existent she's just you know so huh. yeah it's it's a fun show i've i really enjoyed the first episode i'm really looking forward to more i i hope it keeps up it's a 23 minute episode so I mean, it's not a short or anything. So, yeah. Um, so that was the one you were talking about. Yeah. You were looking for. Next one up, my favorite so far, of just not knowing and then being shocked. Odd Taxi. Reading the synopsis. It has a cool name already. Yes, it does. <laughs> Reading the synopsis of the show, basically a taxi driver that has no family, few friends. Who picks up odd passengers that leads to the uh, leads to a missing sto- uh, um, uh, bleh, leads to a mystery of a missing girl I figured this show would be like short but no it's a full 23 minute episode and off the bat I enjoyed the intro song it's very relaxing hmm. so everyone in the show is amorphi- amorphosized animals like bee stars no, no, another furry show. I, I, the plot sounded interesting. Now I can't watch it. Well, just wait. What? Just wait. Just wait. The first episode was nothing what I was expecting. The story revolves around a weird older taxi driver named Otokawa. He's a walrus. We keep hearing hmm. about this missing high school girl in Nara Prefecture in Tokyo. We meet a young kid who wants to go viral on the internet and sees followers and likes as your self-worth and your your worth as a as a person. But the police are eyeing Otokawa uh, is in connection with the uh, the the missing girl. When he goes home, he is talking to someone in a bedroom, but saying things like, "You chose to come here, you're not tied up, and you're free to leave any time." But there's much more that going on that meets the eye we meet a cast of characters who all, all have Otokawa in common and everyone thinks he's strange and the word seems to travel fast because they know he's being investigated investigated by the police and the police officer tells Otokawa not to go to the police about this matter um, there's a scene where like he goes to his doctor and he's saying that I don't sleep I haven't been sleeping very well you know, he hasn't been sleeping for many nights. He can't seem to fall asleep. And um, there's like another scene where a police officer questions Otokawa and he finds out, oh, he has a dash cam, you know, on the inside. And he says, well, how many days does this record? He said, well, it only goes off when, you know, people get in and out or if any, you know, uh, unusual movements. So. Hmm. He says there's about two weeks worth of video footage. And he says, oh, well, I'm confiscating this then. Don't go to the police. And they seem to kind of think, 
like they kind of hint at us that these animal these the, you know because they're all animals mm-hmm. they may not be animals this must be a psychotic state that Orokawa is in possibly due to lack of sleep or something like that like there's another no, there's another side character there's another side story where the doctor he went and visited there's an alpaca like nurse well mm-hmm. later in the episode there's a shit ton of drugs missing and she was the only one with the with the uh access to the drugs and she ends up in his in Orokawa's cab at the end of the episode so oh. like I said it's it's definitely something I wasn't expecting uh this episode was fun it blew away everything I read in the synopsis I thought we'd meet many passengers and then something happens and then there's a missing girl but they get into it immediately I want to watch more I really like the atmosphere I'm still trying to figure out all the significance of all the idol singers so that's another thing he like goes to his doctor he's an older guy the doctor and him talk about the 1980s charity song uh uh, what was it? What if the world came together? Or what if the world could sing? That's what it was. That Michael Jackson did. But yet, hmm. he is listening to like poppy idol songs on the TVs. There's always pop idols like showing videos on the TV screens. He's listening to that sort of stuff. But yet, he's an older guy, you know, who basically says, I, you know, I, you know, I do stuff the old fashioned way. Why do we need to do all this different new way? Like, they talk about him, like, buying, I think it was, like, CDs or something. Like, he didn't listen to, like, podcasts and stuff. Um, huh. The song, um, I'm looking forward to seeing where the show goes. It's an interesting first episode. I would say if you like mysteries and dramas, the show is for you. The fact that the characters are animals doesn't really seem to matter... The setting isn't Japan isn't like today's Japan, with the same technology and stuff of where the nature of the characters is just different breeds of animals. Nothing more. The only downside is the main character is voiced by Natsuki Haname, uh, Hane, who sounds way too young to be a forty one year old Otokawa. Looking at his bio on Annie List, uh he is only like he was born in like ninety one, so he's only like thirty. Uh... Okay, well, hear me out. What if that's part of the plot? It very well he said, could like, be. Because he like the psychedelic state of people perceived as animals. Maybe he just views himself as older. Could possibly that could be. be that's I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like this is like this is like the crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I was shocked when I saw the video come up and there was animals. I was like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> I, I don't watch the trailers. They're I very just, like stylized too. Like these yes. stars attempts to just make them furry looking like closer to real people. These are almost like a Gretzko. They're caricatures of their animal. Yes. So I really, really like this show. I was like, oh, this is there's a lot going on here. To the point where I almost want to go back and rewatch the first episode. So I almost wanted to go back and start watching the episode over again because I felt like there was a lot I may have missed. And it wasn't until I like read A&N's like stuff on it and like I realized like, oh, I didn't realize that or, or whatnot. Hmm. So. 
Yeah, really, really fun show. Definitely check it out if you're into mysteries. Next I up... I am into mysteries. Interesting. Well, I, if I judged it by its cover without you talking about it, I definitely wouldn't have watched it. And so. I told you to check it out, and you're like, ah, I'll wait. See what you say. That's true. That was the surprise anime for me, because it completely blew away my expectations. Hmm. Good, good. Next show is... Uh, I'll just say it in English, because I love the English title. Full Dive! This ultimate next-gen full dive RPG is even shittier than real life. Again, another light novel. So I'm sure you're familiar with Sword Art Online. Well, eventually, they created a game so realistic that it could simulate all five senses. And it garnered public hatred. Because the game was so tough as real life. It wasn't relaxing at all. Because people usually play games to relax. So the game did poorly, and no one really plays it. I do really appreciate that plot. Because it's like... As you strive to get closer and closer to real life in terms of, like, your senses used and stuff and not just, like, more grounded in reality, what's to stop it from being too close to reality and unfun? Yes. <laughs> so I, like that I do appreciate where they're going with this. It is <clears throat> it, it is logical. Yes. So Yuki was on the track team, but something happened to him when he gave it all up. But now he just plays video games. He's excited because today is the new release of final, Finalizing Quest 22. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that must be a Final Fantasy Yes, that's what I assume. Joke. But oh man, quest. he gave away his, his money to his quote-unquote best friends. Basically two guys who shook him down. And he is ten <clears throat> bucks short. And so they can't buy the game. So he walks out and he goes to a different game store. This game shop has a cute girl with huge boobs who tells him that FQ was a great game, but every game afterwards gets worse and worse. But you've sunk so much time, it would feel weird not to stop playing the game, just like reading a bad manga. Or in our case, watching a bad anime. You've spent so much time on Sword Art Online, now it just feels weird not to watch it. So true. She offers him a game that is better than FQ, and it's rated double Z. Which is... For, for what? For 20-year-olds, for not that sissy single Z shit. Apparently that's <laughs> their, their, their adults-only rating. Uh... Because it simulates touch, you can have sex in the shitty game. That's what that is. She she infers. She says you can you can do things and and then she goes, I'll help you out. I'll teach you the game. So Yuki's only seventeen though, but the cute girl gave him her number, so she can train him in the game, all for the low price of ten thousand yen, or a hundred. How does he have enough money for that? I don't, I don't know. How much is Fantasy Quest? They took all of his money. Fantasy Quest, Fantasy was, Quest was $110. Holy shit. Final I Fantasy know. is expensive in Japan. Hell yeah, it is. But to Yuki's surprise, so he buys it. To his surprise, though, the game is already 10 years old. <laughs> Does game... that mean this girl that wants him to play it is much older? Like, was she in it initially, I feel like? I, I don't know. She just says it's an awesome game. She's like, fuck FQ. 
Come play this awesome game. I'll teach you how to play it. Fuck FQ. The last good one was 21, and now they're on 22. Exactly. That's old news. Exactly. The game is called Kiyawami Online. After having a pretty lousy day, Yuki fires the game up and is shocked at how good the graphics are and how it feels just like real life. And then he stubs his, cho- his toe on a chair and he's shocked that it hurts. He grabs a gra- bra- he grabs a window shutter and he's like, "Holy shit, this feels real!" Because the wait, so this is a world where v- like sword art VR is normal. Yeah, is, this is, is like this a big chair he sits in, and basically they say like the new hardware can basically play any old games, and because the game is ten years old, it ha- it's easily easily rep- It's like playing you know a game from the early two thousands on, on today's PC. Mm-hmm. So. But it's more realistic than what his world has. Yeah, because the game itself failed. Like, everyone hated it because it was too realistic. But that's the selling point of this game, is it's so realistic. Hmm. But he doesn't know that. He just got talked into it by the by the store clerk with big boobs. <laughs> boobs talked him into yes, it. Yes, pretty much. Yuki's excited. But quickly, things go wrong, and he makes a huge blunder, which wrecks the storyline of the game. What will he do? This is where episode <laughs> one stops. I, I, I do really like the the cliffhanger of just messing up the entire plot of the game you just I don't I don't want to spoil it. I said, if you want to watch it, you will laugh your ass off. Uh, I do want to watch it now. <laughs> it's be, I don't have faith they'll do it. Well, I feel like it's just going to be an excuse by Big Boob sto- Store Clerk to just have fan service. But... Oh, no, no, no. They've already got Ted taken care of. She's okay. a uh, she's a fairy. Like a little, like, she's, she looks almost like, uh, what's the Zelda fairy? Dude, I don't know. I've never, uh, the, here's a confession. Never played a Zelda game. <laughs> the one that says Link Listen or whatever. Yes, but, her. Yeah, don't feel bad. I mean, I remember when I was a kid playing the original Zelda on NES, and I didn't understand it then, and I never got into Zelda. <laughs> I never got yeah. into Zelda. Never appealed to me. I was Mario a, and Sonic I, is what I wanted. Yeah, to I was a I was a Sega kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had yeah, NES. I Genesis. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have any Nintendo system. I had to play it on my friends, so I never really uh, played a Zelda. Yeah, but the Genesis was the best. Sega is great. Yes. Um. So oh, you, this sounds pretty good. Yeah, I'll, I'd watch it. Yuki has some kind of passive track team. Um, that We don't know what. But I'm pretty sure we'll learn more as the show progresses. The episode flew by. I love the first episode. It was hilarious. As someone who's watched pretty much all of SAO stuff, it just amuses me that Yuki even checks to make sure the game menu appears so he, wasn't, so he literally says, Good! I wasn't transferred to another world. <laughs> hmm. He literally has to like double click the screen. The menu that's the only telling thing that you're in a game is if you bring up the menu. <laughs> so is he allowed to log out? Yes. Uh, okay, interesting. So um holy shit. <laughs> I enjoyed the first episode and thought the setting and the characters were fun. I want to watch more. From the ending of the show, it looks like a harem Ichi elements with four different girls, two of them we've already met. And two that will come along the way. I'll be watching episode two, as I'm interested to see how Yuki will get out of his jam that has already just started the game and put himself into an unwinnable corner. 
So I sent you a picture that Annie List uses for the character design person for this show. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like a giant it reminds man. me of the um the show I reviewed a couple years ago or like last year. The one with the penguin and the and the doctor or the lion who was the business guy. Oh like yeah. Can. Uh, mm-hmm. Jungle Book Star Wars Bucks or whatever. I don't remember the name of it. It's funny. He's, yes. He's worked He's done a lot of art for manga, but the only anime things he's worked on is Gamers End Card Episode 9 and the original character designs for this entire show. Huh. So it's funny. He's like unknown and his picture is just him in a fucking like bird mask. Yes. <laughs> I Honestly, I will admit he's like a fun guy. I bet the characters are designed good. They are. I watched Gamers. Yeah, you did. Well, there you I go. Did. Do you remember episode nine end card? I don't Coming remember out. shit. I don't remember nothing. He works on some real fan service looking manga. Good for him. Remember, pay for, for bills. Hell yeah! And one named Shapple. Shapple. Like Snapple, but with an H. Hell Shapple. yeah, Shapple. All right. Well, there's two shows I want to watch. You weren't supposed to give me things to watch, I'm things sorry. to do. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Next up, we have Super Cub. Okay, that sounds dumb. I oh, won't have to just, watch this one, right? Just you wait. <laughs> Koguma has nothing and nobody. No parents, no friends. But she sees a boy riding a motorized scooter. And she struggles every day to get up the hill on her push pedal bike. So she goes to the dealership. But finds that all the bikes are about 138,000 yen, or equivalent to $1,200. She thinks. Wait a like, minute, isn't isn't Super Cub like the name of a motorcycle, like a oh, Honda bike? You'll see. Uh oh, I see where this is going. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> she's gonna get a motorcycle. She should, but. The salesperson shows her a Honda Super Cub for only oh, no. 10,000 yen. Oh, it's, it's like the same price as that sh- shitty video game. It is. Well, that's a steal, honestly. She should get one. <laughs> the best part of this episode? The guy brings out the bike, and she goes, Why is it only 10,000 yen? And the guy goes, and it's an older guy who just like works on the bikes and stuff. He's like the only like salesperson. He goes, mm-hmm. Three people died on this bike. We have no context. <laughs> Everyone's dead. I'm sorry. Yes, you will die on this. The show starts off with little to no noise. Just some light piano music and panning shots of the areas around town. We then cut to Gagoma, uh, Gagome waking up and her alarm going off. And then there's just silence. All you hear is her getting ready in the morning. No background music. Nothing. Everything looks a bit drab and dreary as she rides her push pedal bike to school. But once she gets the Honda, there's music. The colors pop. And we watch the first day of ownership for Kagoma and her new Super Cub. That's the episode one recap. Damn, this one sounds kind of good too. This show has no right to be pretty. This show is fucking beautiful, Zach. 
<laughs> the sound design so Wonder is Egg. so yes the backgrounds oh, wow. of this show were amazing this show hmm. had no right to be as good this show was supposed to be a long ass ad for a Honda <laughs> the show has great sound design it's super atmospheric it's laid back I love the voice actors Yuki Yumichi She's the voice actor for uh, Kagoma. This is her very first her voice acting role. Her picture on any list is funny. It's like a Thrasher t-shirt yes. ripoff. It's for sure. Yes. <laughs> and she's super cute. Mm-hmm. This is her very first role that she's been credited with. And it just feels like her voice fits the character perfectly. And she's really cute in real life, too. Kagome does not get excited or happy. She is just monotone, but has a spark of pride after she buys her super cub. And we even see a smile. I went into the show thinking that it would be stupid, but I figured it would be a short show where we'd see a girl getting a motorbike, and no, it's 23 minutes long, just like Odd Taxi. And I'll Just like every other show, and the shitty uh, first one you talked about. Yes. It doesn't look like there's any actual shorts this season, but it not the is that I'm watching. Sound, some of them sound pretty good. Yes. I will repeat. The art is extremely pretty. The sound, the atmosphere, having no background music makes a big difference when watching a show that you just hear everyday sounds as if you were getting for your day, getting ready for your day. Granted, I'm usually listening to a podcast, so that won't matter. I will definitely be watching episode 2. I don't expect the show to be anything more than lighthearted and relaxing. But I was put off by the, quote, This is a cheap bike because three people died on it. And then she oh. is nearly sideswiped by a semi after leaving the dealership. Damn, she on her first ride. She was nearly the fourth one. Yes, nearly. My expectations are low. And what I watched far... And what I watched far exceeded anything I expected. Watch this show just because it's easy, lighthearted, and the, it looks pretty and has great sound design. And to hear Yuki Yumichi's wonderful voice. And then I hope we hear her for many more years as she gets her start in the world of voice acting. The only thing I will say that I was wanting the first time she started it up, motorcycle, was I wanted to hear some Born to be Wild. Like, right after she started it, I wanted Born to be Wild to start playing. That did not happen. <laughs> I was bummed. <laughs> Bummer. I was like, damn it! You had a perfect opportunity. They didn't take it. Yeah, this show... blew me away. It has no right to be anything that it is. So, check it out. Check out at least the first episode. I don't know how many episodes. I think it's going to be 12 episodes. How fucking far can you go? But already in the second episode, she's already going to meet her first friend or something. So, you know, you buy a Honda, your life just gets instantly better. <laughs> it's all Honda propaganda. Yes. And I do got to say, to be fair, my uncle raced motorcycles when I was a kid growing up. And mm -hmm. he raced Hondas. Uh-oh, you're part of Big Honda. It's I a Honda am. conspiracy. <laughs> and he let me drive it when I was like eight. 
with him on the back, and he let me drive it, and I took a turn too sharp, and I drove through someone's yard a little bit. Because I didn't realize how far you have to lean and not lean on a motorcycle. Me either. I have no idea. (laughs) And the one thing that I will never forget is my uncle saying, okay, hold on tight, as he gunned it, doing a wheelie past my mom. (laughs) I think about that now as being a 36-year-old guy going, holy fuck, if my kid was doing that, I would freak the fuck out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. But back to the other yeah. Hell yes. <laughs> My favorite Uncle Gary. Ah, yeah. This show had no right to be anything that it is, and it's it's glorious. It is so awesome. Next up, we've got three more left. We're getting there, guys. Sorry. Oh I know. <laughs> I'm kind of like, the next one, next one is uh, very, very short. So, thankfully for that. Nomad Megalobox 2 the only show that I am watching from this season that is a sequel mm-hmm. it's the second season of the smash hit Megalobox but wow what a difference in tone and yes you must have watched season 1 as it is instantly ruined when you turn on season 2 but on the other hand you get caught back up really quick and you t- could technically start from season two. But I'm not sure why you'd want to do that, though. Gearless yeah, Joe is... I don't know why you'd want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Gearless Joe is no more. Now, there is only Nomad, who is a former shell of himself. Nomad is Gearless Joe. He just calls himself Nomad. He's uh. a drugged up and a drunk, and he's just fighting to stay alive. The public has no clue where, where Gearless Joe even went. So, I'm excited to see where season two takes us. I really like the first episode. I don't want to say more. It's definitely a dark tone. Uh, I watched a second uh, second episode today, and it gets better. Hmm. But it was fun. Um, very very different tone from the first season. Will you be wa- Didn't you watch Megalobox as well? I did not. No. Oh, I thought you did. Okay. Never mind then. Next up, we have Zach's perennial favorite. Don't toy with me, Miss Nagatoro-san. Yeah, the, the Baldy Girl. Yes. This anime seemed to get a lot of hype, and I want to know what's so special about this. <laughs> I didn't really understand what I watched. The main it's the character. weird fetish thing, like the other show, where yes. they want to be hit on by an older guy. They want to be bullied by a high school girl. Yes. The I said, I didn't understand what I watched. The main character of the show, we only know as Senpai, he doesn't have a name yet, is a dorky, geeky boy who writes his own manga and is part of the art club. His bag falls and spills his manga on the floor and in front of the group of girls sitting near him. They, they pick him up and read it and begins making fun of him. But uh, the other girls quickly leave, but uh, one girl named Hayase Nagatoro sticks around and continues to give him grief about how the main character of the story is him. She continues to make fun of him until he cries. (laughs) We then find out that Nagatoro is a first-year student 
and he's a second year student. The teasing continues the next day while he's in the art room doing a drawing. She offers to be his model and even offers to do it in the nude. And he freaks out and he does a pretty decent drawing of her. But then she mocks the drawing and how he couldn't draw her thighs. And even on the way home, she continues to mock him and even accidentally pushes him into a stream. She, accidentally? Yes, and he cries again. She finally asks, don't you ever get angry? As she herself admits that she has been hard on him. And we find out that he's been bullied most of his life. And Senpai admits that she is annoying. And she gets on his nerves. But he doesn't dislike it. Hmm. I wrote, I don't know what the fuck I just watched. <laughs> the visuals are pretty. And Sumure... Yusaka's voice was high energy and really well acted and done really well, but I don't understand any of these two characters had. I don't understand how any of these two characters had never met, and Nagatora breaks off from a group of friends to keep harassing this guy. From digging deeper into his. From digging deeper into this, this is a fetish anime of guys who want to be bullied by girls who are younger than him, them. The whole premise of this viewer... You've come full circle. Yes. In the age... <laughs> well, to be fair, this age gap's a little more normal. Yeah, it did, yeah, much more. He's just a year older. The whole premise for the viewers is supposed to be, well, does she like him, or does he like her? They both, both blush answers a ton. Both. Yeah, okay, well, fair. They both blush a ton. I'm assuming he finds her attractive. Because during the whole art scene thing, um, you know, he admits that she he's never had a he has never had a girl pay this much attention to him, and I think Nagatoro's blush setting is on by default because all she does is blush. <laughs> but she doesn't show any affection towards the male lead. The end of the first episode, they had a little bit of a nice interaction, where he asks her her name. And she says that she wants to get to know him more. Know him more. But for two days, she relentlessly harassed this guy and made him cry twice. And they don't even know his name. This is a fetish, apparently, of people who want to be bullied or something <laughs> by a younger, shorter girl. I don't get it myself. But to each their own. My own problem is a male lead is just bullied over and over again and he's too coward to tell her off and it just seems like the relationship is just supposed to blossom out of thin air. Like, oh! You've won me over, Miss Nagatoro! You're bullying and harassing me and making me cry and making me relive my trauma as a child. Just, you haven't oh. given it enough time. He tells her off. There doesn't seem to be a line that Nagatoro won't cross. She knows Murder. she is good looking and she uses it, her sexuality to mess with the main character and is very confident, but she doesn't even seem to let up or anything. And again, I just don't get it. This being a fetish of some sort of people, maybe I'm not supposed to get it. Maybe it's something you're just into and maybe it's not supposed to, you know, either you're going to enjoy it or not enjoy it. I will watch the second episode, but I just want to understand this better. 
But if every episode is like when I watched the first episode, I will be dropping this because it is a one-note show. Damn, so harsh. What if that one note's good? For 12 fucking episodes at 23 minutes, 23 minutes a show? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I like the first comment on it. Hayase Nagatoro is the worst anime character of all time. <laughs> she's a bitch. But she's cute. <laughs> no, it just doesn't make sense. Like, the whole purpose of, like, the main male character, he's like, oh, I love coming to the library. It's my sanctuary. And then, like, they're there just being, for you know, girls chatting it up. And, you know, and he's, like, over in the corner, like, trying not to even breathe. And he drops the manga. And then she just stays. And everyone's like, oh, we're going to meet so-and-so's boyfriend. And they all just leave. And she's like, well, I'll catch up with you later. And then, like, she starts harassing the guy. You just, you haven't got enough time. Soon she stops harassing him. I, I, I hope so. I don't actually know if that's true. Uh, yeah, I, I, A, I didn't realize this was a fetish. I didn't know this was a thing. My what? old Literally self, everything's a fetish. You're, I guess. You're crazy. But, I don't know, I've seen some uh, panels of the manga on Reddit and stuff, and my friends have sent me, and it's it's funny. There's funny parts. When? When is it funny? Just wait. You there just, was no funniness funny in this part. episode. I, don't, I haven't seen the first episode. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe it sucks. <sighs> Well, they did a good job of making me hate Nagatoro. She's cute, but she's a bitch. Fuck her. <laughs> Fucking bitch. She's like skipping school and eating candy like that other character. Yes. <laughs> Very dynamic. Um, like it's being cute weird. and being a bitch. They already have like a nude shot of her in the after. So they, they do have like a preview for the next episode at the end of the credits. Mm-hmm. And they make, you know, comment of like, oh, I, you saw my bra, senpai. And he's like, no, I didn't. And, and like in the scene, like the next scene, she's like nude, like covering herself. I'm like, what, what am I watching? What is this? Still sounds more agreeable than non-consensual high school relationship. I don't know, man. I like, guess it's probably just the same. They this had one, they had one nice interaction after she like backslap dude she literally asks him as they're walking home together because apparently they walk the same direction why this motherfucker would be like sure let's walk home together or you know <laughs> i really like being bullied at school let's walk home together <laughs> i guess she goes oh, i know this is we just met and everything this is a weird question but would you go out with me and he drops his bag and he's like in shock and she like yells psych and like slaps him on the back and he goes flying into a stream and then, like, she's remorseful. <laughs> he, like, walks out all soaking wet. And she's like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, that's the only remorse. It's like, I get it. He nearly it. died, and that's the only remorse. Like, I get it. Like, dude, I bust on my, my co-workers. I bust on my friends. They bust on me. Like, <laughs> you know. Wait, you know. <laughs> I've never heard someone use the, an expression like that. Ah, goddamn young kids. 
Everyone's no, you busting you, on everyone. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> you don't bust like your buddy's chops or give him shit for stuff. I do, but yeah. boy, do I never say I'm busting on them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they might bust my chops if I bust on them. Uh, <laughs> probably do more than that. Uh, <laughs> you never know until you try. True. Yeah. Um, I mean, anything's a fetish, I suppose. Yes, but you get what I know. Like, there's that line you don't cross, but it's all like yeah. consensual. I haven't tried like... to like. I haven't tried to like drown my friends. Well, that's. Well, oh, no, true. it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> don't piss Zach off. Well, no, he like doesn't drown or anything, but it's 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 over the top gag of like, oh, I barely touched you, and you went rolling into the stream. I I don't know. It's yeah. Stupid. But point being it's is like kind of a double standard too. You know the line. And you guys are friends and chummy. You didn't just go up to someone and be like, Ha! Your thing you really like, you fucking suck. And then they're like, leave That's me true, alone. Yeah. And you keep doing it. Well, he's an idiot that let her walk home with him, so I don't yeah. know if he deserves it. That's what I kind of said. Like I said, he's a coward. I'd be like, no, no, you can't walk home with me. You've done enough. Yeah, it's, it's weird. I don't know. Teach their own. Am I saying it's bad? I didn't like it. But I know a lot of people who seem to like it. But, again, I didn't even know this was a thing. I thought it was just like, I don't know. I, I Like I said, I I kind of felt like it was like, as me, the viewer. Like, well, I'm going to like, watch it, and then, I, then I'll explain it to you. Please do. My boomer <laughs> ass does not understand these, these newfangled fetishes. Yeah, well, you're busting on your friends. I'll be watching Nagatoro to explain <laughs> it to you. I can't bust on them. Fucking Rona-chan is stopping me. <laughs> no busting. No busting. All right, final... <laughs> God damn it. Final... <laughs> final, final review. Final show. One I've been very looking forward to. Called Tokyo Revengers. God, its name is stupid. Okay. It is. Revengers. I wanted to watch a show to see how much it would resemble Erased. The first show I ever watched. Well, it wasn't. That's not definitely true, but first anime you've ever seen. First I've seen the main character go back and try to change the future. Well, uh, it was kind of similar, but unique enough to be different. Takamichi is a 26-year-old guy. He doesn't have a career. He's coasting through life. From retail job to retail job, he gets yelled at by his much younger uh, managers who calls him an idiot because he can't even do simple jobs correctly. So he's failed at every job. We meet him in his one... Oh, Jesus Christ, word. What are you doing? Sorry. <laughs> I, I apparently scroll over something and it made this text huge. Um, we meet him in his one-room apartment, which is a pigsty. He's watching the news and finds out that his one and only girlfriend who he had in middle school was killed in a gang warfare incident and was killed as an innocent bystander. Hmm. He had completely forgot about her until seeing the news. While watching, f while waiting for a train though, he is pushed onto the tracks and as the train is about to hit him, he is transported back in time to his 14-year-old self. So now he's gone back 12 years in time. Um, he was a middle school delinquent and was a former member of the Maijin gang 
The same gang that ultimately takes Hinata's life with the help of Truck Coon. So there was like a gang shootout or something and some guy driving a truck drove it into a crowd and his girlfriend got killed. The gang, he kind of got brought into. Because, uh, well, you'll see. Hmm. Unsure of what to expect, I was pleasantly surprised at the first thing that was said by Takamichi upon realizing he's back in his back in time as how stupid he looked. And obviously realized with the hindsight of age being the hindsight of being an adult that he was no delinquent or no neither were his friends. Him and his friends get their asses beat by real gangsters and are forced to join the Majin gang as their underlings. He then realizes that's the point in life where he lost control and is how he ended up where he is at the age of 26. While I enjoy these types of going back in time type shows, I look at Erased and Relife being the bars. Both were just ultimately okay shows, well, with Erased turning into complete garbage. But once again, some poor schlub whose life isn't going his way gets another chance and gets the opportunity to fix an issue that occurs later in life and the chance to change his future as well as save a romantic love interest. Been there, done that, but this show had its moments. But the last two minutes is where the twist really comes in. The Hinata siblings were both killed that day, but Hinata was still killed. Or sorry, what did I I'm sorry, Hinata siblings. Sorry, the, I didn't even tell you the fucking girlfriend's name. The girlfriend's name is Hinata Tabach, uh, Tachibana. Mm-hmm. They, her brother, and so she was killed along with her brother that day. The twist is that he was saved that day because when he went back in time, he unknowingly met the brother. He saved the brother from getting beat up by a by a couple kids or you know teenagers um and it turned out to be her little brother and he said you're not gonna believe this i know it sounds weird but on july 1st 2017 when the show takes place um you die and your sister dies remember that you need to save your sister so the twist is he wakes up in a hospital and the brother, Nota, is saved, but Hinata was still killed. Huh. So he wants to go. He wants him to go and try to save his sister again. So what I find, oh yeah, and he's a he became a police officer. And what I find funny was Takamichi that day. Um, the 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 brother could have saved Takamichi that day. He could have arrested the guy who ever pushed him, or maybe freaking, uh, uh, maybe the brother pushed him onto the tracks. We don't know. But, uh, he was about to die, and now he's not dead. Um, Convenient. Just travel to the past yeah. instead of dying. So, I enjoyed the first episode. I enjoyed Takamichi looking back at himself with the eyes of a 26 year old and being disgusted with himself. As I'm sure I would have the same reaction. Because we all did stupid stuff. I know I did stupid stuff growing up that I thought was cool or hip. Uh, thankfully, Facebook wasn't a thing. 
And so there's like little to no video footage. Now instead of going to the past, you can just look over the past into Facebook. Yes, like, oh, God. Well, you can't. You're a little too old, but. I am. Facebook was a thing when I started college. It was still yeah, hard. Yeah, well, I'm sure only. there's dumb. There's still dumb stuff then. You'll still get some dumb stuff. <laughs> I can't. I deleted my. Uh, I deleted my original Facebook years and years ago. Uh, I have a second another, one. I have another one, but only to keep in touch with family and shit, and to read like the political leanings of my family. Oh, great. That's that's really all Facebook is now. Everyone arguing with everyone about politics. Yep. It's most of online. Yep. Either way, I wanted to give this show a shot. Uh, as I do find it interesting, but I'm waiting to figure out when they'll make it unique. So far, it's pretty cookie cutter. Not in a bad way, but I find it stupid that this guy hears about this I... middle school. Well, well, go ahead. Yeah, personally, I, I hate the ending of Erased. So even if it stays predictable and mediocre, it could still end up being better than Erased. Like, I like Erased, but the ending is really bad, in my opinion. So hopefully... I mean, it's the problem with any sci-fi or time travel plot in yeah. books and in movies and anime. It's really hard to wrap that shit up. Well, You're creating multiple timelines and you got to somehow reconcile it with the real person's one. It's tough. Yeah, well, in this case, there's no timelines. It's, it's mm. you're going back to your old self being dropped into your same body. Mm -hmm. You're not another, you're not another version of you. I guess I should say, yeah, instead of timelines. Instead of like on like Futurama. Altering the future. Yeah, because like in Futurama, there's a time paradox. Or like when they would go time traveling, there was two versions of them. And one would always inevitably get killed. To right, take care yeah. of the time paradox. Mm -hmm. What I didn't like, though, was like, this guy obviously had no contact with, with Hinata. At some point they fell out or whatever. And it's years and years later. And now he's like, oh, man, I really liked her. She was so nice. Oh, I'm okay man. with that. Because like, what? It said, like, was that his only girlfriend? Yeah. I guess if you're, like, really depressed and you see your only girlfriend died on the news, I'm okay with that being the impetus, right? You'd be like, shit, that was the one time I was happy or whatever. One day I made it work, I guess. Yeah. I guess. I'm okay with it as being, like, the, the spark. Fair enough. But like if his life's really depressing, he's like, well, shit, that's nostalgic, but also grim. I'm also curious to see, you know, what does he do to change his life? I mean, he can go back and be successful and stop being a delinquent and do good at school. Well, that wouldn't be fun. He should keep being a delinquent. Yes. He should bully people, like Nagatoro, but he wouldn't get away well, with it. Cause, oh, like, sorry, I just realized. I just that. realized why they broke off. So basically, they gra he graduated middle school, and because he was in the gang, uh, because they got their asses kicked, middle they were forced. Gang. Yeah, they had to go steal and like do shit, and they like he got tired of it, and so he moved away. Uh, that's that's what happened. Oh, so I mean, this makes this plot kind of cooler, because now it makes sense. He started the gang. No, no, no. He, he didn't start kinda... the gang. No, he didn't start the gang. He. Uh, he's just part of a, like this f wannabe gang. Uh, oh, and because I thought he, he started his... the gang that no. ended up killing her. No, no, no. Um, the gang who beat him up becomes the gang that killed her. Oh, okay. And he had to I, join I feel that like it would have been cooler if instead of like the revenge type story, they did it where it's like he feels at fault because he started the gang yeah. 10 years ago, which would be kind of interesting. 
No, I agree. That would be interesting. Hmm. And it can still be good. I mean, it doesn't sound like it did anything wrong in one episode. No, no. Um, but you well, like know. you said, what what makes it unique? That that's <laughs> like really if, gonna, it. if it's going to be Groundhog Day where he keeps trying to convince the brother to save the sister and do better, like that's going to be pretty boring. They need something else. Yeah, we'll see what happens. So, out of the shows I talked about, any? It sounds like you got you got some interest. Yeah, Nagatoro. That's it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Please bully me. Um, no, the one with the guy being an adult, the Hige, with the girl sleeping the way. Yes. To Tokyo, that one sounds. I good. got rejected, so I shaved and brought home a high school girl. Hige. What is it? Hige Hirai. Oh yeah. Hige, yeah. Hige Hero. Yeah, Higa Hero. And um what else? Super Cub. The furry one. Oh, Odd Taxi. Odd Taxi. Super Cub. Dude, isn't it crazy uh, to think like Oh yeah, the not- anime about a Honda motor scooter. Yeah, that's great. And it's like pretty. And it's like actually decent. Yeah. <laughs> it seems bizarre that it could ever be good. I mean, you liked uh, the pedal show. I mean, I'm not... Yaoi Mushi Pedal? Yeah, right, and that sounds like it'd be boring as fuck. Yeah, but, but that was like a sports anime. True, yeah, they can make a sports anime about anything. I prefer the one where they make it about boobs and asses battling on the floating islands. <laughs> Keijo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and though it's something I don't think I would like usually, I do want to uh, watch the one where it's the shitty realistic game. Oh, uh, yeah, this next-gen RPG is shittier than real life. Right. Full it di- sounds, it's just called Full Dive. It sounds stupid, but it sounds like it's written by someone who appreciates the things that could go wrong in yes. games with, like you said, him ruining the main quest or whatever. So just for that reason, I feel like it'll be funny to me. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this time they sound varied. Yeah. And the one you think sounds the most terrible is the one I want to see. Well, good. I hated that well, one. But, yeah. But, yeah, I'm happy I inspired you. Watch a couple of these shows. I'm excited to hear what you think. And, uh, you know, we've gone an hour and a half at this point. Uh, I'm about ready to say, let's shelve the Wonder Egg priority for the next episode. I promise we won't take an uh, another month to record it. But, uh... I think in the next two weeks we'll get that out as its own standalone episode. And, you know, by then, at least within the next week or two, we'll at least have a little more. We can get your feedback on these shows. All right, yeah, more more future-proofing. Yes, <laughs> yes. So. All right, yeah, I have a lot to say about Wonder Egg. I'm, it's one I've been excited to talk about for a long time and then left me with even more to say. And a need to organize my thoughts because it ended up far more scattered than I thought it would finish. Definitely. So now it's like I, I have to expose my love and my confusion and dislike for it. So it's, it's going to be an interesting review. There you go. Well, before we go, do you hmm. want to do our DVD picks? Oh, not at all. Not at all? No one buys DVDs. You're right. Only I do. Only... <laughs> Honestly, it should just be, what did Rob get? Pretty much. No, I don't buy him that often. No, I finally bought, uh, I finally bought, uh, Hijime no Ippo on Blu-ray. 
the, the oh release. boxing boxing yes anime. the boxing anime but not megalobox no and not the one it's based on which is what is it uh Ashita Ashita no joe yeah Ashita no joe yeah correct do you have that one do you have i, the, I no do joe? not you need more boxing anime. <laughs> i do need more boxing anime you are correct we need more uh a jimmy no hippo damn it all right everybody if you're watching something tell us in the comments I tried watching 86 because it got like a million likes on 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 Reddit on our anime and I just couldn't get into it. But it is pretty. Uh, yeah, I was going to say the I saw the trailer and it looked pretty, but then I saw the giant robots and I'm like, "Ugh, Mecca." Yes, exactly. <laughs> so. I did reach out to my former co-host, Pats, on Twitter. And he said he was excited for SSS Dinozen. He enjoyed it and he's intrigued. But he has his own podcast, The Cockpit, where they talk nothing but big robots and mecha. So uh, He might be watching 8.6 also. Probably could be. You'll probably go listen to his podcast and hear about 8.6 then. I mean, there's like two mecha shows this season. Yep. If you're into mecha, I imagine you, you hit them up. There you go. All right, everybody. Thank you very much for listening. Love to hear your feedback, and uh, if you're watching something we should check out, let us know. But I, uh, I think I'm at my limit. I have one. <laughs> I literally have one show left that has yet to air, and it's called. Um, the very least, uh, you're not writing another four thousand words for. It. Yeah, it's called Osamake, the rom-com where the childhood friend won't lose. Huh. So, yeah. My childhood friend, Shida Kuriohara, seems to have feelings for me. But she lives next door and is small and cute. With an outgoing <laughs> character, she is the caring One-san type. This being one of her greatest strengths. But I already yeah, have the terrible. first love. The beautiful idol of our school and the award-winning author, high school girl, Kachi Shirokusa. Thinking about it rationally. Award-winning author. Yes, I know. Where are these all, like... Pulitzer Prize yes. high school girl. Uh, high school people are capable of a lot more than I thought. Starting a gang or jo joining a gang in middle school. Award-winning author. Uh, sleeping around to Tokyo. These are yes. impressive children. Yes. I should have no chance with her, but while walking home from school, she only talks to me. With a smile, even. I might actually. Uh, this have is a written chance, by like some think? like twelve year olds fanfic. This I isn't think even so. written like a, a real synopsis. This is written so terribly. <laughs> Who describes their own show as the the cute One san type? It's like yes. just some manga person pitching an anime. It doesn't even sound real. Or so I thought. But then I heard that Shirokusa already has a boyfriend. Of course she has a boyfriend. It's probably like forty. She's an award winning author. <laughs> <laughs> and my life took a turn for the worse. I want to die. Why is it not me? Even though she was my first love. As I was drowning in despair and depression, Kuroha whispered, If it's that tough for you, then how about we get revenge? The best revenge ever, that is. Wait, I kind of like where it's going at the very end. It's yeah, like you, a don't, shitty fanfic. you don't give it a chance. But then it sounds like Scum's Wish at that. I know, that or like, oh, please, God, please don't be like uh, that show from last season. 
the one you were talking about. Show. You're like, well, this show exists. The one where uh, the he like gets revenge on the girl. I don't know. I don't remember the show. It got a bunch of controversy. I don't remember either. I know we're terrible podcasters. Oh no. Anyway, it could be interesting. It's weird that it's written by the like, obviously by the main character, but mm-hmm. the the synopsis. But we'll see. That's supposed to air. Uh, what is today? The day is the the eleventh. So three more days. So the time we talk about uh, Wonder Egg Priority, this show would have aired. I will let you know how it is. All right. For real this time. Bye, everybody. Be safe. Take care. This has been the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you have any feedback, head over to bonsaibeat.com and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode. While you're there, you can also find our review index, which has a list of all the anime that we've reviewed on the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to add us to your favorite podcatcher. You can find links to do that on our website. Otherwise, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio if that's easier for you. Once again, this is the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send them to bonsaibeat at gmail.com.